हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट थर्टीन फीचर्स ऑफ सेवेंटी थर्ड एंड सेवेंटी फोर्थ कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल अमेंडमेंट एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग स्टेट द स्टेट्स इज वेस्ट बंगाल इन वेस्ट बंगाल द पंचायत इलेक्शंस वर हेल्ड इन मे नाइनटीन in which the left front particularly the cpim had gone home with a large majority gram sansad has substituted the institution called gram sabha this is an institutional innovation for ensuring effective participation of people the gram sansads are authorized to transact annual or half yearly meeting and such other business relating to the affairs of the gram panchayat as may be agreed upon by the persons present at such meetings it has to be admitted that with the functioning of the gram sabha and the gram sansad the formation of the district council in west bengal the panchayats in the state have become responsive and effective vehicles for identification and resolution of local problems for ensuring the social justice and for improving the quality of life to the rural people after the completion of a five year terms elections to all three tiers of pris were held on may 28 1998 the state election commission conducted the elections for the first time the state budget for the 1998 99 presented in the state assembly on march 23 proposes to arm panchayats with a wide range of new functions in education health and rural electrification sectors it also provides for setting up 1000 new type of primary educational centers in addition to an equal number of conventional primary schools under the supervision of panchayat samitis similarly in the health sector the panchayat samitis will take control of new primary health centers besides the government proposes to set up a corporation to coordinate with the panchayats in the implementing rural electrification program thus the functioning of new panchayati raj reveals the fact that though the legislative formalities have been completed in almost all the states yet at the optional level there are large variations between them Elections to all three tiers of PRIs have been completed in all the states except Bihar where elections have been delayed for one reason or the other In some states for example Karnataka Punjab West Bengal PRIs have been constituted for the second time either because of completion of their tenure or due to dissolution still the high hand handedness of bureaucracy with a few exceptions over a local autonomy prevails 
we hope that the pris may be deeply rooted in the ruler community and may become a real vehicle of change and development in the countryside the only danger which we visualize is from the side of the state governments so far as the assigning of powers and functions of each tier of pri is concerned we find that the powers and functions entrusted to the pris vary from state to state the experiences gained so far are that at district level various line department agencies implement programs and functions under the overall supervision and control of the district collector or district magistrate and the pris have to be content with back seat driving thus it becomes clear that the sphere of the activity of each tier under each item has not been defined and left to the discretion of the concerned state government in the changing scenario panchayati raj has to devote itself to the task of development and pris should enjoy a large measure of autonomy to the extend possible now let us move to the next point functioning of local governance after 73rd and 74th constitutional amendment observations there are some observations given below regarding the functioning of pris after 73rd and 74th constitutional amendment it has been observed that there is a wide gap between the theory and practice in implementations our assets have been created under the various rural development programs but assets were not being utilized properly primary schools have been built but children are not going to school and in some cases there are no staffs community scheme is a total failure because the people want that each and sarpanch should do everything it was found that beneficiaries for rural development programs are not selected in proper manner it is supposed to be selected in according to baseline survey this baseline survey contains the names of those families are not included in the record available at block and drda office the list contains tax payee as beneficiaries are the sufferers with regards to loan and subsidy it was found that the total amount of loan is never given to the beneficiary so far as the meetings of pr bodies are concerned it is found regular but the meeting of gram sabha in all the three districts are not held regularly and even if they are held the adult members of the village do not attend them according to the provisions of new act 29 items have been given to the panchayats but it has been noted that very few of these 
objects have been transferred to the panchayats and are neither substantial nor meaningful. They are only supervisory in nature. It was also found that ex-sarpanchas with the help of MLAs of the area tried to intervene in the working and functioning of the DPC. It was found that the women serpent with regard to functioning of the DPC, it was found that most of the beneficiaries, people's representatives and even some of the officials are not aware of the constitution, composition and structure of the DPC. It was found that still MPs and MLAs are still controlling the PRIs. They get the development work done in their area and as such as the needy and the remote villages get neglected and remain underdeveloped, their dominance are also seen with regard to giving grants to panchayats. They are giving grants to only those panchayats which are dear to them. It was observed that due to the dominance of MLAs and MPs and BDO come Panchayat Raj officer and their subordinate staff virtually dominates over even upon the articulate representatives of the Gram Panchayats. Ex-Sarpanchas with the help of MLAs of the area try to intervene in the working and functioning of the serpents, especially the women serpents. With regard to the functioning of the DPC, it was found that the most of the beneficiaries, people, representatives and even some of the officials are not aware of the composition, constitution and structure of the DPC. With regards to women's participation in the affairs of the panchayat, it was found that maximum number of them are still working on the advice of the male members of the family. Now let us conclude the unit. In a nutshell, it may be said that illiteracy, lack of training and prevalence of old traditionally dominant system are the basic reasons for their non-performance. But this should not be taken as a sign of total surrender. We must realize that due to the new system, gradually consciousness is becoming among such sections of the rural community and they have raised their voice against exploitation and access. In this connection, regular election to PRIs will prove to be milestone towards enlightenment and socio-political consciousness of the weaker sections. Now they are coming up and quite vocal. In the coming years, they teach lesson to the dominant sections of the society. Local government in India has not been a great success. A part of the fault lies in the system, apart in the immediate social environment, but a large part is the to attribute to the controlling state government itself. There are some areas of concern in local bodies. 
the first area of concern is the wide gap between the aspirations of the people and the performance by the grassroots institutions the second area of concern is the mismatch between the financial resources of the local bodies and functions allotted to them or between expenditure responsibilities and their resources available the third area relates to weaknesses in the working of gram sabha the fourth area of concern is to redefine and relook at the picture of local bodies in the light of challenges which they are facing the fifth area is most important is the type of political culture that has been evolving in india let the local bodies guard themselves let the local body change their attitude policies technology and systems and get empowered for better governance the ethos of democracy can find real nourishment only when power reaches the grassroots level for the first or ordinary citizen it is a local democracy which can have real meaning and significance in a vast country where large masses are still unlettered village panchayats and participative democracy can do wonders if the aim is to establish a democratic society where change is brought about by voluntary consent and willing cooperation and not by the force of arms there may be no alternative to panchayati raj or local self government institutions in that sense the most revolutionary measures in the recent decades have been the 73rd and 74th constitutional amendments it is hoping that with this indian democracy could become a unique model for the rest of the world now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self learning podcast